welcome to episode 23 of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Rina Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's trying to manage it all, you're in the right place. In this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to get things done so much more easily. Today's episode is all about a forgotten art in our modern day age. It's an art that's always been rare in any time frame, but recently it's become so rare that very few people know how to do it, and even fewer people do it regularly. And that, my friend, is the art of focusing on just one thing at a time. Doesn't that sound delicious? Almost decadent? What a gift to give yourself, the ability to focus on one thing at a time. In this episode, I'm going to share tips with you on what I personally do to focus on just one thing at a time and get things done. Because when we're focusing on so many things, we get nothing done and we're so stressed out. I'm going to share what works for me, some tips on some things that you can do, and I hope you really, really enjoy today's episode. Today's topic is such a good one, isn't it? Focus. It's something we all wish we had because we want to get things done. We want to accomplish. We want to feel good at the end of the day. But it's so hard to focus, especially in today's day and age. And you all know that I record things way in advance. And when I'm recording this, we're just in the middle of COVID. I really hope that by the time you hear this episode, that's going to be all over and a thing of the past. But right now, we're about a month into it, and I cannot focus for the life of me. I'm going to paint a picture for you just to show you. So last week, I had a webinar to attend. It was a live webinar, and I'm sitting there on the webinar. I'm watching, and my kids are, of course, fascinated. I do webinars all the time, but they never usually see me doing them. And I'm on display, and they're walking in front, they're changing my name, they're changing the caption, they're waving to people, they're doing all kinds of things. Luckily, it was not a very serious webinar, so it was fine. But while they're doing that, I'm trying to pay attention and learn something. And I'm on my computer, I'm writing something, I'm also checking my phone for emails. I had 3,000 things going at one time. And I know that you do this all the time also. We don't monotask anymore, right? Why do one thing at a time when we could be doing three things at a time? But let me tell you, that night that I had all this going on, you can imagine how I felt. I was very frazzled. I was pretty angry at my kids because they would not stop changing the screen on my computer. I'm trying to get whatever else done. And my friends are, of course, texting me and I'm checking emails and I have so much going on. And I'm sure you can picture this because you do the same exact thing every day of your life where we have so much going on and we can't focus. To me, the worst part of all of this is I was so tired. As a mom, we're always exhausted and we wonder, why are we so tired? We slept through the night. Our kids are sleeping through the night. At least I hope they are for you. But why are we so tired? And think about how much energy that one hour webinar took from me. As my attention is moving at a fast pace from one thing to the next thing and I'm getting mad at my kids, 
By the time everything was finished, I just wanted to sleep for a thousand years. And that's one of the problems with not being able to focus is it's so exhausting. And of course, nothing gets done. Now, let me paint another kind of picture because the picture I painted wasn't so pretty, right? It was a very frazzled mom, totally not a balanced mom. Let me tell you about the morning that I wrote up the outline for this very podcast. So imagine this. It's 6.30 on a Sunday morning. It's still dark outside. The birds are singing away, and the sound of my keys clicking on the computer are the only sounds that I hear. My husband is on a run. The kids are still sleeping. My phone is off because when I do this focus time, I do not turn on my phone. I haven't even looked at my phone yet this morning. I am focused and I'm really enjoying the unitasking. There is nothing else going on. All I'm doing is I'm writing my outline and thinking about what I want to say to you. Beautiful, right? That just sounds so delicious to me, just to be focused on one thing at a time. And then the really cool thing is that by the time my kids got up, this outline was done and I was ready to record. Now, when I was done, I was also tired. I woke up early. I did a lot of work, but it wasn't that same kind of tired. That first story that I told you, that is just an exhausting drain tired, right? This tired felt kind of good. I'm tired, but I'm also accomplished. It was a great way to start a Sunday. I felt like no matter what else happened in the day, I had done my most important thing first, and I felt so great. Quite a difference, isn't it? But let me tell you, that second scene did not happen by accident. That took me months and years of practice, and I'm going to share with you my techniques on how I've learned to do that. So if you were to ask me what one of the biggest challenges of our time is, without hesitation, I would tell you that it's the lack of focus. There is so much in front of us that is fighting for our attention. Facebook, Instagram, ads, emails, everybody wants us to focus on whatever they're trying to say. Even podcasts, they're all vying for our attention, kind of like kids who want attention. They're saying, listen to me, look at me. And here's the problem. The problem is that all these things that are vying for our attention, they are fun. They are exciting. You know, the image of me just sitting and working on my outline with no distraction? How boring is that? I wasn't even listening to music. I was just sitting and working. When you compare me sitting and working to me sitting there and having Facebook notify me and my friends text me, you know it's going to win, right? It's not very exciting to be focused. I'm going to admit it to you. Now picture what would happen. I'm in the middle of my outline and suddenly I get stumped. I don't know what to say next to you. I don't know what to put in my outline. So I feel a little funny, right? I feel a little discomfort. So what would I normally do? I would pick up my phone. I would find some kind of distraction. Eventually, hopefully, I would come back to my work. But when I sat down to work, I still don't know what to write next, right? I haven't fixed the problem. I've just distracted myself. So then I look at the problem and I don't want to fix it. I don't know what to write next. And it feels so boring. 
So what do I do? You guessed it. I pick up that phone and I distract myself again. But that, my friend, is the challenge. Because imagine how much more time if I did that behavior. Imagine how long it would take me to do this outline. My friend, I would never get this podcast done if I was doing that kind of thing because it would take forever and the quality of my outline probably wouldn't be so good either, right? You're constantly going back and forth and back and forth and then I would be so, so tired. So yeah, it would be more fun. I'm going to admit it. (laughs) It would be more fun if I'd been on my phone, if I had the TV on. How about if I had the TV on and my phone and was writing? That would be so much fun. But it would take me forever, and I would never have this podcast for you. And as we said with the first story, it would really stress me out. It would make me really tired, and it just wouldn't feel good. So the distractions, and I'll be the first to admit, are fun. They get the dopamine flowing in our brain. They make the task more fun. But they're taking a toll on our body, my friend. They're exhausting us. They're making things take forever to get done. I'm also realizing that it also ruins our confidence in ourselves because when we get things done, think about the outline being done. I would feel so great about myself. All day Sunday, I would feel, oh my gosh, I'm so accomplished. But when we lose focus and nothing is getting done, we do not feel good about ourselves. So there's a big price to pay for this lack of focus. And my friend, I want to help you get rid of the stress that comes from lack of focus because it is so stressful. And the goal of today's episode is not to have you be perfect and never lose your focus. I mean, that's not realistic. It's not that much fun. And you're a busy mom. You have a lot of things going on. You don't always have the luxury of being focused. But sometimes you may want to give yourself this gift, and that's what it is. It is a gift. It's a gift to yourself of getting things done, of just sitting, getting it done, and moving on. In some of our past episodes, we talk about self-care, and we talk about it in ways that are different than the rest of the public kind of thinks of it. And when you think about focus as self-care, doesn't that make sense to you? that we're nourishing ourselves by having an item that's on our to-do list. We're focusing on it. We're getting it done. We're getting it out of our mind. That, my friend, is a gift. That is a gift to give ourselves. And what I can tell you from experience is that focus is one of those things that the more you practice, the better that you get. Unfortunately, we're usually practicing the opposite. We're practicing being distracted and doing 3,000 things at once. But the more you focus and the more you see results, the more you're going to want to do it because you're going to crave it. Going back to the example, now when I do my podcast outlines, it doesn't even occur to me to turn on my phone because I see how successful I am when I keep it off and I keep up with my routine. And it just feels amazing. It just feels so good. And it's now my routine. It's what I practice. And I hope this is sounding good to you because it is such a gift to just get something done. Just focus on one thing and get her done. Now let's go step by step on how to actually do this. The first thing that I want you to do is to actually decide on a task that you want to focus on because I know that you're not going to have the luxury of always focusing on one task. 
And you also wouldn't want to because we were also saying that not focusing can be kind of fun also. So for example, if you're cooking, you may want to also listen to a podcast. So cooking may not be something that you want to focus on. But what about your taxes? Maybe that's the kind of thing that you would just want to sit and work on and just get it done and be done with. Wouldn't that feel great? I'll just give you one tip. Don't choose doing laundry as your focus task. It's so much fun when you do your laundry to also listen to a podcast, or maybe that's my only time where I watch TV, whatever it is. Just choose something that's a little difficult that you really need to focus on. All right, so you've chosen your thing. The next thing that I recommend that you do is you set your location. Because when I was doing the webinar last week, my mistake was I was listening to it in the dining room. I was setting myself up for all this chaos, wasn't I? Because if I had been in my bedroom with the door closed and maybe locked, the kids wouldn't have been coming back and forth like when they were seeing me right on the dining room table. So the location, my friend, makes all the difference. Here's what Tim Ferriss writes about location in his book, The 4-Hour Workweek. He writes, I think that focus is thought of as this magical ability. It's not a magical ability. It's putting yourself in a padded room with a problem that you need to work on and shut the door. That's it. The degree to which you can replicate that and systemize it is the extent to which you will have focus. Don't you love this? You just put yourself in a padded room, you lock it, and you just get it done. It's so simple, but so powerful. But think about it. When I wrote the outline, that's pretty much what I did. My kids were asleep. I sat in a room with no phone. So yeah, it could be considered like a padded room. There was nothing to distract me. And it really worked. I got the outline done quick as can be. So location is really, really important when you want to get stuff done and when you want to focus. And I have a little tip for you because I've been doing this a long time. And I do have an office, but if you don't have an office, you can do this with your bedroom, with really any room that has a door. And that is to put a sign up. So I actually have one for you in the show notes and I make it kind of fun and cute. So my kids love pandas. So I have a sign that says panda time and I have a picture of a panda. And when I put that at the door, they know that they can come in. And then I have another sign that says tiger time. And when I have that up, they know when it's tiger time, do not come in. Now, is this foolproof? No way. I mean, they could still be banging down that door, whatever, but it does work some of the time and it also trains them. So as they get older, they get used to this and at least it's a help. So sometimes they really do listen and they really do stay away. Now, we already said that sometimes focused working isn't always the most fun. And I find that working in my office isn't always all that glamorous. So one of my favorite things in the world to do is to find a fun place to work. And I find that when I find the right place, I get work done at least twice as fast. And get this, the quality is also top notch. It's much better than if I were home. But the important thing is to go in there with an attitude that wherever the location is, you are going to do nothing else. Put away your phone, no playing with anything else. 
just focus. <laughs> so you're going to laugh when I tell you where I get the most work done of any place in the world. You're going to think I'm going to say Starbucks or a nice coffee shop. What if I told you that the place where I get the most work done is my auto mechanic shop? True story. I can't make this up. I actually love having to get my car worked on. Okay, I don't like paying for it. But when I go there, it's so boring. I just sit there and I focus. And maybe I could get two outlines done in the time it would usually take me one. So just notice. Notice where these places are. And you know what? It also brings light to your life. You know, most people groan and moan at having to go and wait somewhere and they find that should be boring. For you, I'm teaching you how to enjoy even things that may seem not so fun. That could really be the best place for you. My other favorite place is the library. I have my own desk there. Okay, other people may sit there, but I consider it my own. It's such a beautiful desk. It's at a window and there's this beautiful tree. It's a weeping willow. It is so stunning. God forbid anybody else should be sitting at my desk. But I have my place at the library and it brings me so much joy and I get so much work done. All right. So, so far we've decided what we're going to work on. We set our location. Next, this is probably the most important but decide in advance to remove all distraction. I have a rule that when I'm doing certain tasks, I get rid of all distractions. No emails, no phone, no people around me. And here's one of the biggest ones, no switching what I'm working on. See, this is really important because as soon as the task seems hard or you're stuck, boom, we switch what we're going to do. I'll give you an example of where we do this all the time. I do this and I'm sure you do it constantly. But yesterday I was cleaning my room and I don't like cleaning my room. So I was putting something away in the bathroom and then I see that the bathroom also is dirty and needs to be cleaned. So I was about to switch from cleaning my bedroom to start cleaning the bathroom and I just had to stop myself because one of the biggest distractions is other work because we can justify it. We can say, oh, this bathroom is really dirty, so I'll stop cleaning my bedroom and I'll do that instead. And then the bedroom never gets finished cleaning and the bathroom never gets finished cleaning and the whole house is still a mess and we don't know why and we just collapse because we're so exhausted. So be aware of that little trap that your mind will play on you, that when something gets hard, it'll tell you you need to switch tasks, focus on something else. Be careful with doing that. Be very, very careful and deliberate if you do switch tasks and just realize that it can be an avoidance technique. If you're stuck, you don't want to pull through. Changing your focus is like that shot of dopamine, right? It makes you happy. It's just more fun. My next technique is just gold. Oh my gosh, I love doing this. I wonder if you already do this because it's so powerful. And this technique is to set a timer of anything to get focused. The timer, I think, is the biggest tool for focus. It's even better than sitting in Starbucks. Picture this. Your kitchen is a total disaster. It's late. You just want to go to bed. So what do you do? You set your kitchen timer for 15 minutes. I can guarantee you in those 15 minutes, you are moving it. 
in those 15 minutes, you're probably not distracted. You are trying to get as much of that kitchen cleaned as you possibly can. And then when those 15 minutes are over and your dishes are still half dirty, you don't want to stop. That timer got you moving and you just want to keep going and keep going. So these timers are probably the best thing you can do to stay focused. When my daughter turned 11 as one of her birthday gifts, I bought her a timer because I wanted to teach her this trick. You just set a timer and you get things done and she loves it. She'll do it sometimes when I don't even mention it. She may have a homework assignment or something she's working on and she'll go ahead and she'll set her timer and she'll race against it. You can either buy a timer, you can use the one in your oven. There are also a gazillion apps that you could get that are timers as well. So that may also make it more fun. And if you do this with your children to help them focus, let's say, on cleaning their room or doing their homework, it could be fun to get a fun timer for your phone. And then they're excited to see when the timer goes off. So I have a timer that's called Parrot Timer. And when it goes off, the parrot chirps. They have all different kinds of fun timers. So definitely play with this because it's such a great technique. The next technique that I wanted to tell you about was the Pomodoro technique. And this goes hand in hand with a timer. I'm curious if you've heard of this technique because it's so, so powerful, especially if you don't want to do something. And with this technique, what you do is you focus for 25 minutes and then you take a break for five. Now, some people change this timing around, but I usually hear 25 and 5 being the most common. But again, just take this concept and use it however you want. So let's say again, you have to do your taxes. You don't want to do it. So you set your timer for 25 minutes and you know that as soon as that timer goes off, you have to relax for five minutes. It's actually quite hard to relax because once you get going, you just want to keep going. But part of the technique is you really have to relax. And then that gives you the energy to just surge forward. So that is a very, very powerful technique is the Pomodoro technique. During the time you work, you work. And during the playtime, you play. You get so much done. It's my absolute favorite tool to use, especially when I'm dreading doing something. All right, my friend, this last one is going to be tough to hear, but you knew it was coming. But the last technique for staying focused that I want to tell you about is to leave your phone in another room. We have to go there because what keeps us the most distracted is our phones. Our phones, our internet, anything that falls under this category. So I've learned that when my to-do list is as long as a roll of toilet paper and it's just so huge that I can barely cope. The best thing that I can do to reduce my stress is to put my phone in the charger and close the cabinet door. Just forget that I even have a phone. And that really helps me to focus. I get the most important thing done. Everything seems easier and less stressful when that phone is away. And I want to add that even when I have my phone with me, like on a normal day, usually if there's a normal day, I'll have my phone with me if I'm not super stressed, but I have it always, always 24-7 on silent mode. So if a text comes in, I don't hear it. Even if a phone call comes in, I don't hear it because it's for my convenience. It's not for other people's convenience that they can interrupt me at any time of the day or night. 
Like I said, I would never get this podcast out if people were able to interrupt me anytime they wanted. It is so important to me that that phone be on silent. So I only check it when I want to check it. I only respond when I want to respond. And, you know, I've been doing this for so long. This isn't even hard for me. I've trained my friends. They know. And they don't mind. It's just how I am. I do not respond back right away. I respond back maybe a few hours. You know what? That is ridiculous that a few hours is not considered right away. But in our day and age, that's how life is, that people really expect a response right the second that they send something. But that creates so much stress for us. We can't get anything done. How could you get anything done? How could you even get dinner cooked if you have to be on somebody else's schedule? Nothing could ever get done in your life. So just consider perhaps leaving your notifications off, turning them all off on your phone, and just being able to focus, that gift of focusing on just whatever it is you're in the middle of doing just that one thing. I hope this topic spoke to you. It's really timely for me right now as we're all distracted by the news and everything that's going on. Focus feels like it's almost impossible, especially now. If this is a topic that interests you, I recommend that you read the book called Make Time, How to Focus on What Matters Every Day. It's by Jake Knapp and John Zeratsky. And if you can, listen to the audio because the two authors read it out loud together and they just sound so awesome. It sounds so good when they say it themselves. They give so many tips and they explain how technology is designed to make it so we literally do not focus. But being able to focus, that is actually the greater joy. Yeah, these other things that distract us, they're fun in the moment, but getting the big things done that have been bugging you for days or months or years or even decades, that is a more lasting joy. You're going to feel so much more energized when you get things done without all these distractions. I really believe that being able to focus is a lost art in our day and age. And if you can get yourself to focus, even for just a small part of your day, even just a small part of your week, you are going to amaze yourself at what you can accomplish. And that, my friend, is a beautiful thing. It is one of my secrets on how I get so much done. People always ask me, how do you do it? How do you get so much done? It's the secret of focus. And now it's going to be your secret too. And if this is new for you, If you've never allowed yourself the luxury of focusing on just one thing, you are not going to believe what this opens up for you. You're not going to believe what you can accomplish in such a short amount of time. The thing that you've been dreading, you're going to be shocked at how short amount of time it's actually going to take you to do when you're distraction free. I hope that this episode has inspired you in your focus. I also wanted to remind you, you can download the printable to put a sign outside your door showing your kids when they can interrupt you and when they shouldn't. Good luck. I hope it works for you. And I wish you so much success and joy as you focus and you start doing it more and more and it starts becoming a habit 
and you accomplish and you're going to feel so great about yourself. Until next time, I'll catch you later. The idea of focusing on just one thing at a time feels so impossible. (laughs) 